0: Hello and welcome to the Hole in My Heart podcast. This is episode 48, How We Heal, part three.
1: Yes, welcome. Uh, For those of you who were hoping to hear Jackie Hill Perry Mm. and not another How We Heal round with (laughs) Matt and Lori (laughs) opening up their hearts to their real marriage. Sorry. Or not sorry. I mean, you know, it's, yeah.
2: it's so nice. We did it thrice. <laughs> yeah. now, now,
1: these are some of the ones. It's okay. It's a three-peat. It's a three-peat. These are some of the most listened to ones or the ones where we're like, okay, this is the real story behind the story. But before we get into that story, who am I? Why am I here? Why is any of us here? <laughs> Hello. My name is Lori Grieg, and I'm here with my husband, Matt. Hello. And producer Steve. Yo 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 uh we did a round of those podcasts where we kept coming in hot like yos. so thanks for bringing it back yo-yos like yes Mm -hmm. that's the only version Mm -hmm. Uh, but uh we are going to be talking a little bit more matt and i and steve uh as an empathic witness as they say in this business someone who can empathize and care we're going to just talk about how are we doing um we had people asking us how we've been doing since they listened to some, it was episodes 24 and 34. This is episode 48. So there's a four in it, mm. but it's not like 44. So anyway, I did not want to do this episode per usual until like late October, but God always knows what we need and when, it's, when we need it. So in a couple of weeks, Jackie's going to be on. Um, but now we are actually going to turn to you listeners and hear some of your feedback in addition to your thoughts on when we talk about our marriage and things like that, but just what do you think about this podcast? I just noticed some of you leaving reviews on iTunes. Thank you so much. Uh, for those of you who are leaving them um, and giving us those positive reviews, um, someone named Mia Foy, which no joke, Matt and I looked at the name and were like, Malfoy? Malfoy listens to our podcast? (laughs) And we were like, okay, fine. He's our favorite character, but no. So anyway, Mia, we appreciate you too. But you said uh, you just discovered this and been binge listening. Thanks for sharing your stories and expertise in such a vulnerable way. You're welcome. As they say in Moana, wow, I'm doing great. <laughs> Moving what forward. What else could we say? Wow. Else? I mean, really? Yes. Uh, episode 46. Um, so that was a couple episodes ago. That was So this is the title from Holly with uh, some musical notes. God truly knows what we need and provides. He worked through all of you this morning in my heart. Thanks for sharing the beautiful prayer. It's just what I needed. So that was the one with my dad. Um, mm-hmm. Last one that I'll just share. This was from a couple days ago um, from Joan with lots of numbers. You said it was life-changing this has been life-changing for me as someone who understands what it feels like to struggle with broken sexuality on a daily basis it's been so refreshing to hear the topic of sexuality being discussed in a biblical context i love how it's so gospel-centered Uh, Matt, Lori, Steve, uh, emanate love and acceptance, which begin to facilitate healing for me, even though we've never met. Everyone needs to listen to this podcast at some point. So just thank you. It's Mm -hmm. so nice to be heard ourselves. And it's nice to hear you back when you take the time to write these emails and notes and um, to review us so that other people can find us. So thank you so much. All right. We're shifting into the question of the week from last week, which is very timely for what we're gonna be talking about. Uh, how are you doing on your word for the year? We keep checking in on this so that it's not some sort of thing we talk about once and then, oh yeah, we did that. Let's do it again. <laughs> um, so guys, what was someone's response from listener feedback that you appreciated and how are you doing on your word for the year or uh, your a goal that you had for the year?
0: Uh, well, I liked what Deb said, rhythm. Uh, Going from being an employee to independent contractor, from working 60 to 70 hours a week to half that, helping elderly parents transition long distance, shifting ministry focus, all good things, but these adjustments require figuring out the new rhythm of life, Mm. uh, how to find the rhythm and maintain the boundaries. Uh, Yep, I hear you. Yes. And uh, she says, so far, it is going well. Good accountability from godly people helps. Mm.
1: Oh, yeah, Totally. And just as a side advertisement, if you all want to respond to this podcast question of the week, you can email us at podcast at himhministries.com or friend me, Lori Krieg, K-R-I-E-G on Facebook. And I usually post these there and that's generally where the conversation happens. Matt, which response from listeners did you appreciate?
2: Yeah, I really appreciated Faye who said, my word for the year is finish. I have managed to finish a novel. Reading then, then, one? She, then she went on to, <laughs> yeah. to stipulate that that was, I'm assuming writing a novel, yes, which will release did. on the 30th of September, which mm-hmm. is really exciting. Um, but she also said that she had to finish some ministry avenues and relationships that needed to be done. Hmm. Um, so, and also starting a new coaching venture. So she says she is on track.
1: Totally. Cool.
2: So a little more impressive than just finishing reading a novel, mm-hmm. although yeah. that in, in itself is very impressive.
1: Matt, how are you doing, though, on your word for the year? And then also, Steve, you're on deck. And then I'll be last, okay. apparently. Yes.
2: Yeah, you'll bet clean up. Um, yes. So
1: sports words. Yes, Go ahead. sports
2: and it all up in here. <laughs> anyway, um, so my word for the year was courage. Yeah. To to move forward in courage, especially with the new the new counseling practice and everything that started this year. And it's had its ups and downs. There have mm-hmm. been some times when... Courage has not been easy to come by, but still moving forward. Yeah. And actually some really exciting things are happening, bringing new people on board, starting new groups, and possibly even teaching a class on how to lament, which is just Yay! exciting for, yeah. for all of us in this whole formational prayer, lamenting world. And so...
1: Yeah. How you did know. you find that courage when you lacked it? Because you said it was up and down. When it was down, how did you like climb back up that hill and get it?
2: Yeah. Well, I... It, it, kind of introspection, which means you have taught me this, Lori. What? Um, because I typically don't think on my own. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> he has a robot do his thinking I, I, for yeah. him. <laughs> you know,
2: but no, you prompt me to think a lot. And so one of the things that I've noticed is when I am nervous about something, I tend to try and escape. Mm. And so I'll read a novel. Speaking of novels, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll read, I'll I'll try and, you know, just pour my time into like sports scores and stats and all this stuff. And so when I find myself being like, wow, I've been on this website longer than I need to be, mm. that's when I've been like, okay, is there something going on that's keeping me from moving into, um, you know, into this, the the ministry that God has given me or into, you know, oh. s- some other part of life. And, and you know, and that has come out, especially with the, the ministry and having to revamp the website and all that kind of stuff. Right.
1: Which is not a ministry, you what you're doing, although it ministers it to ministers people it ministers to
2: people. But mm-hmm. yes, it is a private practice counseling yeah. organization. So not <laughs> not truly a ministry, but that's just my mindset is
1: You're robot, ministry. you're thinking robot. You need to kick it and reboot it. Yeah, it wasn't we'll thinking we'll for
2: reset you. the parameters so it's no longer ministry. Come on, robot, get with it. <laughs> <laughs> Beep boop. <laughs>
0: It's Where in you fall island dork. anyway? It robot sounds so much like you. It does. Well, it should. It You're is. almost
1: one person. Like it's <laughs> in your own head. <laughs> Steve? Uh,
0: yeah, so discipleship uh, was my word. Yeah. And I I feel like it's going great. It wow. may be my word in 2019 as no well. Way. Because I it's can't just like that. such an ongoing thing, you know. And uh, it has been both, you know, my own discipleship, just... Um, keep going back to um, Jesus' Sermon on the Mount and what Jesus says about if you want to be my disciples and just kind of like, you know, that road, what that looks like following him. Yeah. Um, But, so you go, oh, I'm sorry, you know, but no, I don't feel like I, I there is like joy that I'm finding in mm. in that, you know, yeah. uh, but also just the discipleship of others. I have a mentor. I'm just focusing differently on my parenting, having more of a wow. discipleship mm. approach there. I mean, I've got teenagers, you know, and um, mm. I'm not the only person in their life, but I'm one, you yeah. know, and, and God has really kind of like helped me step into that. And Are we you? have a new thing that's just right now, kind of in the um, conceptual phase uh, at church that we're entering into, which is all about discipleship. Wow! And we have a real Are heart you? to see it kind of go mainstream, go broad, go wide at our church. Right now, it's just kind of a, a core team, you know. Good for you! It's beginning, and but we yeah. want to really spread it. So <gasps> that's exciting. Yeah, it is. It really is
1: really exciting. I like. I really like how you started it out saying great like you were like i mean it's going pretty well which if it was going pretty well that'd be fine but like really that's going great yeah and i like how you just own that because it's true so mm. thank you mm-hmm. for sharing thank that you. very nice so the word i really appreciated um well i actually liked a lot of the responses so thank you guys for writing uh I liked Rachel where she talked about the word rooted, just Ephesians three is one of my favorite passages. And that's what she alluded to, just where it talks about being rooted and established in love. And she mentioned moving 10 times in 11 years, yikes. Hmm. And then God just moved them back and they're like actually establishing roots uh, where they're living around here in Grand Rapids. And so just really experiencing God's rooted and establishedness in love. Uh, For me, my word for the year was blessed and I'm seeing that. Like, oh, I just can't wait to talk about just all the growth that God has done in our marriage. And I just remember staring friends in the face and then probably looking back at my like dead, scared, freaked out eyes where I'm like, this is going to take a miracle for God to just really work in our hearts. And um, even after like really recommitting to our marriage, um, man, God really pulls this is stupid to say, but God really pulls through. Like, he is not a liar. <laughs> hmm. Like, if you obey, like, it's not like you get this health and, like, money starts falling from the ceiling. But He, you sense this blessing. It's like this mix of joy, hope, peace in the midst of suffering. And you wouldn't want to go back after you experience that, like, suffering. Um like ripping away your your old nature. And then you're like, okay, it still hurts. It doesn't burn as much as maybe it did in the beginning. And now I just am experiencing this joy, hope, peace mix. Mm-hmm. And um, it's really, really precious. And to just see how much I love our kids even so much more and like just wanting to be home. And um, I remember just thinking through some of the early days of this ministry and like when I travel and stuff and I just liked it. And I remember... Chris Sprinkle, Preston's wife. She's like, don't you miss your kids when you're gone? And I was like, I probably should. And I would like after a few days, but now it's like, I leave for work and I'm like, where's, where's Matt? Where's the girls? Like, it's not in this, oh, I have to be with them. But I really, God has just Hmm. really wrecked my heart in a really beautiful way.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I've seen, I've seen that growth, you know, for for a place that honestly, like, you know, a year ago was a place of, of real like pain for you has, has become a a place of a lot of joy and a lot of like, you're, you're passionate about being there. Like you want to be with the girls, you want to be at home and like, you don't just avoid it. And that's Mm -mm. been really cool to see.
1: I remember you praying a year ago. I remember you were fasting from reading before bed. We've done a lot of fasts in the last couple of years, just to realign our hearts but one of them you're fasting from reading and i was like well what are you praying for and i was probably real snarky about it so i'm sorry um but you said i'm praying that you'll really love and want to be with our family answered prayer babe Mm. high five we just high-fived okay (laughs) we can just save these tears shove back down the emotion just shove it and (laughs) get back out later (laughs) But now... Yeah. Time for New Pole Island! There we go. And the vehicle is... Um, I didn't pick one. Oh. We need something candy-ish. Oh. I just couldn't think of something that we mm. could... Mm. That was like a name of a candy.
2: We will ride the candy wagon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, the, the trolley from the Hogwarts Express the, that she pushed around. Yeah. I don't I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. What's
1: a candy that sounds also like a vehicle? Why don't you guys know this answer right we will away? Well,
2: s- ride a Swedish fish.
1: Yes, okay. All a fish. the way okay.
2: to New Island. All right, there
1: we go. Okay. <laughs> there it is because our game today is Candy Candy who got the candy. The old-timey version. That's in parentheses, okay? So it's Candy Candy who got the candy, old-timey version. Mhm. So, Matt and I bought some candies, old-timey ones, from Big Five. No, five Take below. Five, Five Below. Big Five take is a five, movie.
2: Take Five is take a Take Five.
1: Candy. Something with a oh. five in it. I went there. <laughs> and I bought five different varieties of candies. And Matt and I are going to eat them surreptitiously while Steve looks at the audio board. And he's... <laughs> This is going to be really great radio. Don't hold on to your hats, folks. (laughs) We're going to try them, and we're going to try and describe them to Steve, and you have to guess what candy candy, who got the candy, old-timey version it is. Okay? Ready?
0: All right. I'm not watching.
1: Okay. Ready? Listen. Little crunch.
0: Okay. Slight crunch. Are you both eating it? Yeah, we're both eating it. All right.
1: Uh, Chocolatey. There's little non-parallel on the tops.
2: Is that how you say that?
1: I don't know. Where's it's We need someone like, who speaks French. What?
2: Are, are we supposed to be candy somaliers? right yes. now?
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> the crunch is not like from a wafer or anything. It's more off of those little it's, circles it's on top. Non-parallel. Hardened,
2: like hardened, waxy sugar.
1: Over top chocolate in a mm, triangular fashion.
0: Uh It's a solid movie candy. It's chocolate. Yep. It's got something. Want to hear the sound of the box? Sure. Oh, there's a box.
1: Yes, it's a a box. box.
0: Life is like a
2: box of chocolates.
0: Um, Is it a junior mint?
1: Good guess. It's Um, turn and look. Okay. Snow caps. Snow
0: caps. Oh, okay. Okay. Ready?
1: Next one. All right. Oh, no. This is going to be bad. You can't hear it. It's squishy. Okay. The center is ooey gooey. <laughs> Lots of sugar. The outside is chocolatey.
2: I really just wish also it was, very gross. was a
0: Reese's. I yeah, wish it I was wish it
1: was a Reese's, but the inside is not Reese's. Is tea. it like a Cadbury something
0: or other? But that's you, not that old, kind old of timey. Cadbury is, you know,
1: it's in relatively the shape recent. Of it a looks Reese's. like a
2: Reese's, but it's not. And there's no peanut butter involved. And there's ooey gooey.
1: White, in the like middle.
2: fluffy white.
1: Non- like you can make
2: it at home. You, apparently, no but...
1: ingredient is found in nature.
0: A Mallow cup. Yeah, yeah. It's a
2: Mallow
1: you right. did it. You got one point. Steve has one point. Oh, okay, man. you're it doing great. Oh, I don't tough. want to try these ones again. Oh, they're gross.
2: <laughs> oh, these ones are terrible. Okay,
1: listen. This yeah. may. I've never. Honestly, I've never even heard of these. But maybe you know because you're yeah. older than us. Sorry. <laughs> Ready. <laughs> they're so gross.
0: Uh, is that like uh, <laughs> beer nuts or something? You're
1: close, kinda. Uh,
0: bake, b- Boston yes. baked beans. Yes. yes. Ding, ding,
1: ding. Ew. Who they eats are... these? Sorry. That's
0: a very good question. <laughs> Who
1: eats these and buys uh. these and makes these? They should be illegal. And they're not baked beans. And I would rather eat a big ball. I would of baked rather beans.
2: <laughs> eat a can full of bushes baked beans. Yeah.
1: Beans. All right. Yeah. Another squisher. Okay. okay. Okay, I'm
0: I'm getting
2: nothing. There's a lot of. I
1: know. Sorry. Um.
2: A lot of chew in this one. Okay.
0: A lot more of nougaty okay. stuff. noogity
1: More kind of the same marshmallowy, but not marshmallow. Is it marshmallow? Is it, I don't know. Chocolate on the outside, but real cheap chocolate. The, the, all I can
2: say is the name of this one seems like it would go with the Prices
0: Right theme song.
1: Okay, that's not a hint. It makes no sense. That's just in <laughs> Matt's brain. Don't listen to him. <laughs> Okay, or it's uh, also a dance.
0: is It's not caramel on the inside? It, it, there's probably a little. Is it like what? super chewy? Yeah, real chewy. It's not Charleston chewy. Chew, is it? It hey, is Charleston oh, Chew.
1: Steve, wow. you are knocking this out of the park. Because okay.
0: I'm slowly getting back to my childhood. Yeah, Because it's like early, early. Does, does yeah. the
2: word Charleston Chew not just bring the Price's Right theme song into no, your mind? No,
1: Matt, you are crazy. Please explain it why. did
2: before. But, it, now it will. but now it will. Okay,
1: because he hears, he's like... Charleston Chew, come on down. <laughs>
2: I don't I don't hear that. For some reason, I just hear the prices right in the theme music.
1: I was trying to level with you, honey, that no, his name was Charleston. N- <laughs> and his last name Oh no, we have to eat this too. Why did I buy these? I was oh. dumb. Ugh. Okay. They're I'll just I'm still ugh.
2: working on the Charleston yeah, chew. They'll Man. stay
0: with you for a while. Okay. Where's the These uh... are
1: disgusting. <laughs> is that enough? Okay, there's also something inside that tastes like if you went back in time to the 20s. Uh-huh. And you licked people which is like itself. <laughs> wait, 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 <laughs> and you wait. say
0: I'm weird? Are you are you describing the
1: taste of this?
0: are it you saying it's like,
1: the... like just old from not know. I feel like if I licked a movie it, from the 20s it would taste <laughs> like this. It's so gross. <laughs> I can't even think.
2: No, it tastes kind of like a cow tail. Do you know what like that candy is no, no. A, a
1: literal cow tail
2: yeah an actual <laughs> yeah um is okay it, there's circles you cannot eat this when there's you have braces circles. yeah
1: and they have stuff uh, in the middle okay. they're brown now i'm giving away too much the middle is gross
0: is it chocolate it's like of,
1: pretend caramel licorice
0: Cheap. oh okay Pretend caramel, yeah. cheap pretend caramel they are, tastes oh, like... With
1: a gross middle yeah, yeah, that's white and fluffy. They're
2: probably made by the same company that makes cowtails.
0: <laughs> I'm blank on this one, that's sorry. That's
1: fine. Called... Oh, Caramel oh. cream. Okay. Okay, now hang on for the last one. We're all actually going to try one of these.
0: <laughs> oh, do I get to try one too? Or do I have yes. to guess it first and then it's my reward? You have
1: to guess what flavor Jelly Belly... This is. Oh! Please don't oh, hate me. Boy. <laughs> oh, man. What
0: flavor jelly belly? All right. Sorry. I just needed the sound effects there.
2: <laughs>
0: Whoa! Is <laughs> this like. Is this like Bertie Bots? Birdie <laughs> yes, yes, it's Bertie Botts. You know. Every flavor beans.
1: Oh my gosh, I got the vomit one. It's so gross. It's so gross. <laughs> I to give that to myself. I think
0: I might have gotten earwax or something. I yeah, so
1: I gave you guys like rotten egg, mar- yeah. um, vomit. Yeah,
0: what <laughs> what is the kind of pink one?
1: Where's the snow caps? Give me snow caps. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I got maybe two. I need de- like the ketchup from Dumb and Dumber.
1: Oh, why did I eat that? Why did I eat that? It was so st- <laughs>
2: wow oh boy these are not
1: very listen, good listen i've Ugh. had the rotten
0: egg one before and it doesn't go away
1: no like you
0: you swallow it down you could spit it out it still stays there that oh might actually gosh. be the one i have so yeah. thank you for mm, that sorry yeah
1: oh my word Lori, this was a great what color did I game get? we played <laughs> And we're back. We all shoveled down several pounds of snow caps yep. and licked a tire. Feeling better. Feeling better. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. thank you. Okay, we're going to talk about the heart of the matter now. Um, and really, we want to talk about our marriage and just how how are we doing. So Matt, I really want to dig into our hearts uh, just about like, why has it been so hard and how has God done this healing? How is he still healing since that's such the emphasis on of this podcast, not just our past tense testimony, but our right now. Uh, but for those of you who didn't listen to last season or just joining us today for the first time, um, the last year, uh, maybe like really a couple years have been really hard in our marriage. I had when our second daughter was born, a memory of sexual assault came back up for me. And it was, had just been repressed somewhere, not even intentionally. It's just like when we go through pain, we don't always want to think about it. And so came up for me and um, wreaked havoc on our marriage. It just really divided us in a lot of ways. And I started getting counseling. There's a lot of healing I did to try and like, I, I, I opened up my old toolbox with all my tools. And I was like, none of these are working. I'm doing all the things. And it just it, it really separated us, especially, like, really, it was physically, emotionally, everything. There, I'd walk into a room, and um, I'd want to leave if Matt was in it, or you would feel me just, like, curl up inside and just, like, run from you in a room. And mm-hmm. um, just being together was really hard. And so even the gift of this podcast of how coming together here and, like, looking at other people and interviewing them and, like, finding places of where we agree was such a foundational piece in mm-hmm. our healing not the only piece probably one of maybe 10 but it was that side by side working together was really huge um but matt like and again in 34 are you guys who are listening i i talked about how i really wrestled especially with my ongoing same-sex attractions having this this thing between us and then also this these ongoing attractions it kind of felt like a doorway out and i really wrestled with what do I want? Like that question, of What do you, do you want to state Lori? And I went on a silent retreat and just stared that question in the face with God. And we just wrestled. It felt like Jacob. And even though it was mostly on my computer, typing it out back and forth with God. And I landed the plane there where he was like, do you want me? Because I read through the book of Jude and it so stood out to me that those, if you follow what's natural to you, you're not going to have the spirit of God in you. And um, I'll link to a blog where I wrote about that. And I'll link to these podcasts, by the way, guys, on our podcast episode page. So that was a big turnaround. That was December 2017, where I was like, yeah, because I felt like when I was like staring that question in the face, it was like my, all the wind got taken out of me. And I I tasted what like hell felt like, like to be apart from God for like half a second. And I couldn't, I could hardly breathe. And I was like no, I do. I want you. I don't want to be apart from you. And so he's like, then you choose, you choose what I have for you. And it wasn't like you pick Matt. It was like, if you love me, Lori, then you're going to want the plans I have for you. So I came home from that and it was, that started, I feel like a big turnaround for me. Um, But even though it was pain before and then a lot of pain after, but Mm -hmm. Matt, I would love for you to just, um, like why, here I am like, not close with you physically, emotionally, spiritually, really a bit spiritually, a Mm -hmm. bit emotionally. Like why didn't you bolt at least emotionally? Like you, you had a kind of a get out of jail free card where you could have just said, I'm all done here.
2: Well, I mean, a you've, you've had that card before on on the other side and and where I held it. Yeah. And didn't bolt when, when I came forward with my pornography issues, like you had to get out of you know, the marriage free card. Yeah. No one would have batted an Mm -hmm. eye. Um, And so I, I mean, I, I love you. And So Mm -hmm. I knew that I, it wasn't a matter of just, okay, this is hard. So I'm out. But I mean, there were seasons when it was, it was really hard. I remember in particular when we were finishing the basement and I was downstairs by myself framing the basement up and just listening to music. And there were a few times when it was, it, it was like overwhelming Like Mm -hmm. I couldn't do anything. I'm like, I can't even be in the same room. I'm a counselor and I can't fix this because I'm, I'm like the trigger point.
1: Yeah. So for you to come close to me emotionally. So for me to approach you
2: was, was not something that was helpful. And so it was like, I had to have hands off Mm. and that time when you, you said that I was taking a fast from reading before yeah. going to bed and I was praying for you to to wanna be with the family and it started off praying for you but you know eventually it, it started to change into me praying for me in my own heart. Mm. Mm. And and in that season, so I'm downstairs and I'm working on the basement and there were some there were some really powerful songs for me. One of them was Casting Crowns Broken Together.
1: Oh yeah. And so I mean, right on it's, the nose.
2: It's a song that I literally couldn't hear the first two like chords of without tearing up. Hmm. Honey. And and the other one was Mercy Me's Even If. Mm. And that one came out a little later and I just even a few weeks ago, I remember I was like doing the dishes and this is after a long season of growth.
1: In yourself?
2: Well, in myself, oh, but even in in, oh, okay. like I'm saying a few weeks ago, like we oh. had come a long way since I was building, you know, the basement. And the, the Even If song came on and it was like God, because I had prayed to God, like, okay, God, even if you don't fix this, let me stay with you. And it was like God at that moment was pointing and just saying, I chose to, to change things. You know, I was with you mm-hmm. and you didn't necessarily see me pick up a mountain and move it, Yeah, but I, but I did. And it happened long term. And it was, I mean, it's been a season, a long season, long, you know, yeah. uh, two years now of, you know, when we first entered this time where it was like impossible for us to even be anywhere in the same room with one mm-hmm. another. Other than when we were like on mission, mm-hmm. like when it yeah, wasn't about it us and our relationship, yeah. and so in some ways it was really helpful to totally. to have that co-mission that we were yeah. on. Oh
1: yeah,
2: and that side-by-side aspect. But yeah, I mean the, the reason I didn't leave is the same reason you didn't leave because because of God. I, yeah. I mean, in my own flesh, I could have looked at all the pain and all the heartache and been like, you know what? I want better, not even yeah. I deserve better, not even I should have it, it's just I want it yeah. and I'm going to go get it, but because because of God. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, can I say something awesome about this guy, Matt, is he could have equally checked out to the level I checked out or like just totally at least emotionally abandoned me in the sense of just been like, whatever, Lori, you are just freaking out but he, I would see the pain on his face. Like, so how are you doing? Like, that's really hard. And like, pursue me emotionally is outrageous. Like just knowing like, I can't be close to him physically at all. He didn't do it for any gets for himself. Like it was serious. And you weren't doing it even to like, get the smile from me. You were seriously, I could just tell in those moments, like you were getting love from God and then, pursuing my heart still in the midst of all that pain and that spoke so much jesus to me because i didn't deserve it but i know that there were times like just where i would say please please don't stop pursuing me like please don't give up like i i so appreciate this so just that was giant um so i want to just kind of go through a few more things of what what was helpful to us in this season just for those of you who are like this is so bleak um, we mentioned that whole, like, to be on mission. So if you guys heard us speak, that was all genuine, anything that we said. And it was almost like there were sentences we'd say underneath the sentences that were reaching out to the other's soul. I know that that happened so many times on stage where it's was like, oh, yeah, remember? Oh, yeah, remember how good God is and how much we really loved each other and we still do? It's just so lost in this mm-hmm. murky forest. Um, So just so you guys know, listening, anything you saw of us was genuine. It was actually such a healing space, uh, those speaking places. I think really, um, for me, another thing that was helpful was asking people hard questions. I went to a lot of couples I respect, and I was like, what's the deal with sex in particular and marriage? I was like, I'll talk to the husband. He's like, yeah, it's great. And the wife, and I see this like flash in her eyes and where it's like, this is barely tolerable. And I kept interviewing all these couples that I trusted and loved. And I was like, what in the world is wrong with everyone? (laughs) It seemed Hmm. like, like, it seems like no one has, especially where I was diving in a happy sexual relationship with both parties. And I was like, is this some cosmic joke? I don't understand it. And so really asking those hard questions. And I, I had a couple older couples who... We're like, there is a sweetness in especially the sexual peace in that area of intimacy as you get older and as your spirits connect, your hearts mm-hmm. connect, you're on mission. So it's not just that one place, because I think that's what I was noticing. It was almost like I was overemphasizing it. I was the one like focused on it when I didn't need to be, but I, it was just seemed like such a broken place, which it is. But to hear older couples who'd been married 30, 40 years and be like, no, this can be such a sweet fruit of a holistic relationship. That that was helpful for me to be able to ask those difficult mm-hmm. questions.
2: Yeah. When I I remember that you know cuz you said you went to counseling, you did all these things that you knew how to do and I remember putting not I won't won't say a lot of pressure on you, but I remember saying like I would like you to go to counseling. Yeah. And at, at some point when we were having the conversation, it was, you were asking the question, why am I going to counseling? It feels like the only reason I'm going to counseling is so we can engage physically again.
1: Yeah. That's what it's felt like.
2: And I was like, well, no, that's not it. But yet the pressure, the, the, the little pushes that I was giving you to say like, no, we, we need healing though. We need, we need to get through this. We need something was, was honestly like reinforcing your, it was like, it was, you were digging your heels into the ground because yeah. it was, the more it you was pushed. not yep. your decision. It wasn't under your own Mm-mm. volition. Mm-hmm. And so like in that season when I was praying, when I started turning the prayers back on me, it was yeah. like God was saying, you need to let go and let me work. Yeah. And, you know, at that point it was like, hey, you don't have to go to counseling anymore. Yeah. If if that's what you want to do, you don't have to. I'm not going to hold it against you. And and honestly, you you stopped going to counseling. But that was when God really started like changing, you know, changing the scope of it because it wasn't necessarily even you working on your own trauma that you had gone through. It was more you started like pursuing, okay, what is this whole sex and like the theology of the body type of stuff all about? And that was what really started to change, like not the meaning of your trauma, but the meaning of sex.
1: It really did. And I'm so pro... Go to counseling, work on your trauma work, do listening prayer, do all the things. But it was so interesting the role God wanted to have like theology play in this. And um, specifically, so to add on to what you're saying, this Mm -hmm. whole idea of oneness that we've talked about here about John 17 and how God's, how Jesus' prayer is like, Father, make them one as you and I are one. And Mm -hmm. so that helped, that was a good start in studying that with Francis Chan of like, oh, Okay, so there's whenever I hear oneness sermons, it's not just this idolatry of marriage, and then the pastor is secretly saying, You need to have sex with your husband's wives. Like, it always feels like there's hidden messages. And I was so cynical. That's really what I thought I was hearing. I was like, All right, whatever, pass. You're not even thinking about single people, you're not addressing LGBT people. What about wives who have had trauma? And so it felt so unintentionally. Um, just focused on men, honestly, and just on sexual drive. So to study oneness and then actually ask those questions of pastors. So this whole, as we've studied, we've just seen oneness is um, warfare. That's one thing. So the closer Matt and I are together in all the ways, we so overemphasize myself included, sex and sexuality, that's the barometer. It's number one. It's the highlight of every chick flick. It's all the top, when really it's like, it's fruit, of Lord willing, um, of married people who, whose hearts are, are connected mm-hmm. and really wanting to show um, th- like through that space that they, they love God and love each other and want to do this mutual submission act. But the fruit of that sacred sexual mm-hmm. space should be seen outside the bedroom in our oneness. And so how can mm-hmm. we love each other and be close, which moves to the next point of oneness is our witness. So I can feel honestly guilty about being married because I hang out with a lot of single people and I so treasure them and value them. And so when I am married, I'm like, I don't want to flaunt it. Like I don't, I would just feel kind of guilty, Mm -hmm. but it's been hitting me, especially these last few months. Like, no, it's our witness when they see Matt and I love each other. Well, if we're doing it in this snarky, ha ha ha, we're married, which is ew gross. God (laughs) help us never do that. Uh, that's not okay. But if it's in a we're going to care for each other well, because we want to show a metaphor mm-hmm. to y'all about how God loves you. And in Matt caring for me, he shows me how God loves me. He's not my God. he's He shows me God's love for me. And so that, that's that been really, really profound.
2: Well, yeah. And I even look at the way that the culture has, that Christian culture has put such an emphasis on on marriage, you know, almost to this idolization state. And it feels like at times we want to you know, because we work with single people, we want to almost pendulum the other way, where it's like almost downplaying the fact that we're married when it in reality, God says, "No, I have you married. This is the the mode by which you're supposed to carry out your mission. Yeah. And so you're not supposed to hide that, but yeah. you're also not supposed to worship that. Like it's the only way to do it
1: absolutely. The last piece I think of that whole oneness, that whole studying it is that oneness produces fruit. And so you think about the fruit mm-hmm. of oneness is, you know, physical oneness is children. <laughs> the fruit of like emotional and spiritual oneness is like, okay, this cool tandem ministry thing that we get to do. And again, it's an invitational oneness, like even having people live at our house and like including people in mm-hmm. our family, which we call our family and, and our kids in, included in that. And so it's, it produces fruit and so that it's like disciples making disciples. So that, that would be a big thing. I think, too, in, speaking of inclusion, um, getting real with people, yes, on this podcast, but then, two with friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually just having a conversation with someone about this. Like, I... I love this platform and I love this stage, but it's funny because my default, I'm very, very private. Like I really just Mm want to stay by myself. Um, And so what we share here, we know what we're sharing and we do it intentionally, but to have friends, an incredible small group and people who are really like in the every minute, every day Mm -hmm. journey where it's like right after things are difficult, I'm emailing them or texting them. I'm forcing myself to, I don't want to ever Um, but then like I'll never forget going for a run with a friend um, just after a really tough just it was a tough time and like we were running and I just stopped and I just started sobbing in the middle of the forest and just having her put her hand on my back and just be with me Mm -hmm. like letting people in is its own form of brokenness it's its own form of like real risk and surrender Mm -hmm. and its own form of like making the gospel look great because Jesus he was public Mm. publicly shamed and humiliated publicly broken for us and so for us to like Mm. let people into that space and love us and care for us so he was mocked there but he was also loved there and so Mm. it has been so hard to like crack open my heart and let people in but it's been really worth it
2: yeah well and I mean you bring up jesus and hey the gospel is good news for everyone and that place of of ultimate shame that he felt you know on that day it's interesting because you know here two thousand plus years later and that that is the place of glory Mm. that is the place that because of the work Mm -hmm. that he did the vulnerability the nakedness the the scars that he bore for us, like, I mean, it says that that is why, that is why his name will be elevated above all names. And if you look in the other other parts of the Bible, these places where people were, you know, dragged out naked and about to be stoned, the woman mm. who was caught in adultery, yeah. that place of deepest shame became the avenue through which God radically transformed her life. Mm. So, I mean, her, the woman at the well, like, all... <laughs> the calling of matthew all these all these you know scenarios where it's like people are outed yes for something shameful and and all of a sudden the healer mm-hmm. comes in there and and we cannot allow god into those places without being vulnerable mm-hmm. and and not necessarily with another person because I mean, it would be great if we all had people that we were free to be vulnerable with and and know that we're safe, but, you know, we don't like allowing one another in. And honestly, we don't like allowing God in too, because we have this mindset that we want to just earn it on our own. That's what makes sense in our Western culture. But there is no amount of working on our own power that is going to get even remotely close to being broken and vulnerable mm. with the real pain yeah of our lives, then then we'll allow God to to take that and mend it and lift us up to somewhere where we're like, I don't even know how I got here. Yes. Because I didn't do it.
1: Amen. Mm. Thank you, Matt. That really exhorted my heart. And um it makes me think of a prayer I've been praying of like, God, will you actually open up the hole in my heart more? Because I know that it will produce pain to be like, God, I like, because basically I'm asking for like more vulnerability Mm -hmm. and uh, more surrender, essentially is the word maybe I'm looking for to open up that hole in my heart and for him to peer in. But I know it will also invite more of his love in those places of pain. So... That just reminds me of that. Thank you, Matt. Mm. Okay. Thanks, guys. Steve, any thoughts, reflections? Yes. (laughs) You're always (laughs) like, yes. I love you so much. <laughs> it's like, um, me though, please. Well, I need to I'm say like, some I, reflections. If, if,
0: if you're like yes. in in, no. you know, in the zone here, I don't want to...
1: I'm, wanna, I'm, I'm done. The zone's done. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, well, just for both of you, thank you again. Yes. And Lori, I think what I just observed um hearing you guys this time was your tenacious quest to... <laughs> get to the bottom of this, you know, like uh if I if we're gonna be married, Mm yeah, then why? Why do we do this? Yeah yeah. You don't just like accept, well it's (laughs) what people do, you know? Like God, what is this about? Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And like if we're gonna be married We need to be the healthiest marriage we can possibly be with God's help, you know, and really, really show what this is supposed to show and and be what it's supposed to be. So your commitment to that, again, inspires me that you're not like just content with, well, I guess there's just going to be this brokenness and Mm -mm. we'll somehow try to figure out a way to...
2: Duct tape ourselves together. Yes, exactly. Right. But really... Make it to church.
0: Yes. To to really seek true healing and, and health for your marriage yes. you know for the sake of the gospel you know yes. so that's one thought that occurs to me and Matt like you're just such a great picture of something that I don't see a lot in men which is leadership and patience
1: Oh yes like, that is him You
0: see either patience with no leadership because right. well you know you just Passivity. gotta be patient right, yep. exactly or leadership with come on I got to lead follow me let's go let's go Yeah but just to have that like strong persistence and not giving up but also not putting on pressure you know like just so led by god um and that you then i don't know have have led Lori and your family in that way really inspires me i'm surprised you're not like 68 years old because uh, you do have this maybe, we- this wisdom maybe, maybe I am yeah. I mean, <laughs> anyway knows, so but thank that,
2: you thank yeah, you for that. that's I what definite. I see
0: and I, that's what I hear in this uh update so yeah. thank you Steve yeah.
1: we received that mm-hmm. yeah. Matt is literally the most amazing person I know
0: mm-hmm.
2: i don't I don't know how to respond to that so I'm just gonna say <laughs> thank you God for mm-hmm. changing me from who I was mm-hmm.
1: yes okay I guess we have to end at some point huh yeah <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Um, We do have a question of the week for next week when we are going to be joined by David Bennett, all the way from Scotland. Mm. Uh, Our question of the week for next week is a long one, so I'm going to post it for you guys. Um, But it's basically about what do you believe is the core fear of men and women? How are they similar? How are they different? Um, I quote from Larry Crabbe's book, Fully Alive, that I keep recommending to everyone, but just basically how he he says that we both fear aloneness, but men fear it in this fear of weightlessness and women more in the sense of being unseen or unwanted. And so what do you guys think about that? Core fear? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Thank you guys for just journeying with us. It means so much to not be alone on this journey and to journey with you all. And I said journey like 10 times. Maybe we need to play some journey. I don't know.
0: Don't stop believing.
1: Don't stop believing as a believer. No, that's the wrong. I need to stop. My emotions are catching up with my mouth. Okay, And maybe Birdie's bots. Beans. Birdie's Uh-oh. bots. What is it? What's the name of it? Birdie
0: bots every flavor beans.
1: Thank you. But also
0: yeah. there was those Boston baked beans. Boston which, baked
2: which beans. Which were the gross. Birdie bots Boston baked every flavor beans. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs>
1: And Harry Potter 8's coming out soon with that. Okay, you guys, thanks so much for um, listening. And thanks so much for supporting. For those of you who are the new supporters, we see you and we thank you. And I'm writing you a personal handheld thank you note. Handheld. Handheld. Personal, I don't know, again, <laughs> writing you a thank you note to those of you who are giving $20 or more a month um, as an ongoing regular new supporter. Thank you so much. And we'll also send you a gospel addict bracelet, which what's a gospel addict, it is someone who knows their desperate daily need for a savior. So I wear mine every day and um, we love to send one to you as well. And if you could share this podcast too, that would be great. Although sometimes I envision you listeners trying to like describe this podcast to other people and I'm like, Oh God bless you. Just like send the link. I'm like, just listen to this bro. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening guys. Uh, For all of us here at the Hole in My Heart podcast, we will see you next week. picking Matt besides your nose because he really was <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're scratching it <laughs> I'm,
2: I'm noticing, there's the outtake I'm <laughs> noticing that my nose hairs are a little beyond
1: I'm just, okay you're yep. just playing with so them a little get, bit no, you're like, just tickling the old ivories because <laughs> you're getting old <laughs> Uh, they do
0: tickle. They
1: do tickle. And so it's kind of like oh,
2: you have to. They're,
0: they're rough. Yep. Yeah. There's some rough hewn nose guys. <laughs> rough hewn.
1: Yep. That's a good brand of clothing you can get from my ear. Rough hewn. I don't know That's somewhere somewhere cheap. Yeah, rough hewn. Like All R right. U F F because we that tough oh, with double f's also. Nice.
0: All right, I'm gonna have to go to my ear, <laughs> my ear, and look for the rough hewn.
1: Hewn. <laughs>